One o'clock on this Friday. Carmen and Yurko here. Jesse Rogers sitting in for Carmen. In an hour, we will send it to Darian, the Q-Bar, Waddle, and Sylvie getting ready for their holiday party, their annual holiday party of the live parody song contest. All the finalists will be there singing their songs. They're all great, as usual. It's a, it's a great time. 2 to 6 p.m., join them at Q-Bar in Darian. Bleck and Abdallah from 6 to 8 tonight as well. We'll get to Yurko's keys to the game this hour, along with Cover 5, Mike North with his pick. Uh, and, of course, don't forget the odds couple as well. 312-332-3776 is the number. I, I assume Mike taped with Carmen before he left town. I, I, I think that's the case. Yeah, they taped. Yeah, okay, good. Just check it. They Just did, yes. sure. And we, of course, we have the CJ Holiday Fails contest going on, Jesse. Would you like to know more about that? I would love to know more about that. Okay, so all week, uh, the last two weeks, we've been uh, handing out $200 Omaha Stakes prize packs to people who have tweeted us their best holiday fails, obviously, or your worst holidays fails. I guess that's how it goes because it is a fail. All you have to do is use the hashtag CJ Holiday Fail and uh, tweet us or just you just tweet that and use the hashtag tweet your fail and we will read the best ones at 150 right after we talk to Mike North. And uh, if you win, you will win $200. To Omaha Steaks, a $200 gift package from Omaha Steaks. That's coming up at one fifty right here on Carmen and Yurko. So we'll send it to us. Now it's the last day. It's the last day. We're going to be uh, doing a lot of football this hour. I have a baseball question for you. Oh, we're going to do this? a lot of football this hour. Not football, but a baseball. But I have I'm a baseball gonna, question I'm going to start with you. baseball. What was, the, what was worse? Okay, you know what, they, what, what it means when they non-tender a guy. They just let him go, right? Right. In the offseason. What was the worst non-tender? The Cubs with Schwarber or the White Sox with Carlos Rodon? What was what? What's worse? Well, in didn't your mind? they do two things to Rodon in two subsequent years? Wasn't it one then the other uh, that kind of set him up to just let Rodon go? Uh, now wasn't Rodon a little bit injured also with the Chicago oh, yeah. White Sox? Oh, yeah, so was, maybe they had an idea of what his medical history is. Well, that's the thing, and and Scott Boris would tell anybody that would listen, like, hey, he'll build. He's going to build himself back up. Don't worry, because the White Sox got him post Tommy John, not got him, but. Um, when he came back from Tommy John yep. Yep. in 21, his first full season, essentially, they, they, they had to baby him. They had to bring him along slowly. But he still had a great year, 24 starts only, but 237 ERA. And then they let him go. Then they let him go for nothing, just like the Cubs let Schwarber go for nothing. Well, what do you think? was? What, and now Rodon signs for 162 with the Yankees. How many years? Schwarber, 80 million, basically, with the... Uh, Philly, six years, one sixty-two. I, I, I think they're the, each the, the most egregious case for each individual team. You're yeah. asking me which one's which the worst? one's worse? Because I'm a Cubs fan, the one for Schwarber is worse. But I think even if you kept Schwarber, was this team any more capable of winning? No, with, with having no, Kyle were... Schwarber here. Yeah, I think Kyle Schwarber is happy to be out of Chicago and be someplace else where he was appreciated. Because for one reason or another, he was the guy taking the blame when it was going bad. It's Schwarber's fault. It's Schwarber's fault. Right. So I think he's happy to be the hell out of here. I'm a Cub fan, so that bothers me a little bit more. You'd have to ask a Sox fan what they feel about Rodon not being here. I mean, did they not have faith that he'd return to to form? That's that's would, what I would, would I'd they, love to would, know. Would they ever give him the contract he just signed? I don't know. Probably not. Well, there you go. Probably not. But, but you got were, nothing for him, though. That's a problem. That's insane, you got isn't it? got nothing for Both him. Both those players, you yeah. got nothing for him. Yeah. And, and that's they, the problem. They go both go on to sign one-year deals elsewhere, basically. I mean, he opted out, uh, uh, Rodon did. Both, though, play one year elsewhere and then sign big contracts. And, and the Paulie's argument we had a little bit earlier, the caller just before the break, uh, he's talking about how smart and what a genius he was. If you're a genius to invest in a sports team in the 80s, 
and hold on to that investment for 45 years? <laughs> God bless you. Well, how smart did you actually have to be? God bless you. Because the appreciation across all sports, you know, most of them except for maybe hockey. But if you take a look at the valuations for every team over the course of a 45-year investment history, all the teams have jumped in value. Right. You So you needed the funds in your 20s. To right. have, you needed 45000 or whatever. Not every 25-year-old like, has that. Like a lot of investments that people make over the course of time and hold for long term, though there are no federal taxes, there are capital gains taxes. And capital gains taxes, long-term capital gains taxes, if any investment held for over a year, are a lot less penal. I don't pay, you're not being penalized, you're just yeah. being taxed. Those taxes are a lot less than you would if you had to pay federal income tax. Yeah, and, you know, Jerry's baseball decisions haven't been great. He gave $80 million to Grandel. That hasn't worked out. So, yes, he has kept the, the payroll down, so to speak. He hasn't signed. You know, they're one of, what, four teams now that have never signed a player for $100 million or more total package. So, obviously, Jerry has a philosophy about these things. And, yeah. look, we agree that the, the deals, these 13-year deals are going to be bad eventually. But if that's the cost of doing business and trying to win now, that's what it takes. I would then argue, as he did earlier, that wasn't the, the who's the lady that owned Secretariat? And then she put oh, that yeah. syndicate. Beverly. Beverly. She, put, she put the syndicate together. Yeah. When she had to pay the tax, she put a syndicate together and sold off pieces of the horse to be able to save her farm. Right. I mean, in essence, wasn't she a little bit of a genius doing that also? Yeah. To I mean, financially, the yes. Farm. Yeah. Selling off the bits and pieces to everybody. So yeah, no, I, I'm no one's saying I mean, Jerry's a bad businessman. Right. I mean, but, is every owner that ever sold his sports franchise an idiot for selling their sports franchise because of what the valuations are now? No. Well, that's what I'm asking. Is Georgia Frontier an no. idiot because she stole, sold her sports I mean, franchise? everybody's got different... Is Wayne Weaver a moron for selling the Jacksonville Jaguars side con? No, everyone's got different reasons. Okay, I mean, you know, but, but we're going to question point. billionaires for, for so when they... My point, you yeah. made an investment in a, a major league franchise and you got in on it. You got in at the right time. And because of the appreciation of the value for the asset itself, you're going to end up collecting windfall when you decide to sell. Congratulations. When the interim... It's the American dream. Good for you. I don't know if there's exact language in the... In the why Paulie in, wants everybody to get hooked on a, a, a gambling. Go enjoy yourself. <laughs> go gamble and go have a fun. Why do I got to be addicting people all the time? We sell bourbon on the air. We're not addicting people to alcohol. You can choose to drink or not to drink. Going back to choice, do you think it's a, sort of a public service that these owners need to try to compete? Like, if you don't want to compete, the marketplace will 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 respond. In other words, nobody will show up for your product, or nobody will watch it. Or do they have a responsibility to to sort of? Lapali said he doesn't care. That's right. what, in essence, Paulie said he doesn't care. Right. And Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't care. That's what Paulie said. They both don't care. But the rest of us do. And Paulie, <laughs> I'm sure you're getting a phone call right now from somebody going, what are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing going on the air saying the things that you could quietly say when you're with, with the fellas, but not say on the radio? Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the farmer. All right, enough with that. Let's let's yeah. let's talk some. By the way, I did look up Belcor companies. So yeah, that's where Reinsdorf. Yeah. Right. Well, I just looked it up. He, yep. Paul, he said look it up, and I went and looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Look, I'm not. I'm not hot and bothered. I'm like, right. great. You made a great investment. Yeah. Good. 
Good for you, the American dream. That's the way it works. Exactly. Um, most people that own a, a professional sports team would not. Mo- I don't know most, but would like to win because it's fun. Isn't it fun to win a Super Bowl? Isn't it fun to win a World Series? I would think so, right? That's it's part of competing. And most of them own them as as toys anyway. Yeah, not but, as their pri- other than the McCaskies, it's not their primary source of income. But that's the delicate balance, also though, when you own the franchise and the and, and the, the, the 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 value of the franchise goes up. But until you sell, that's never seen as actual that's money. Right, exactly. Right. It's a Picasso. You're, so, in fact, you lose money. So you, you're paying insurance on it. You're paying on. salaries on it. So what, what I'm saying is. Because you have that team, you have the valuation of that team, you can't necessarily have a net cash flow. Your net cash flow will come from other areas of revenue that will help operate your team. They can't come out of the valuation of the team unless you start borrowing against the valuation of the team. But they have plenty of cash flow in the the TV deals. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's still... So it's still... Somewhat important that people go through the turnstiles. It's still important to chew on the churros. It's still important to drink the $47 beers. It's still important to have people come through the turnstiles. And it's somewhat important for you to go ahead and put a decent product on the field that's competitive. You would think so. Everything that's you just said. Likeable. You, that's you would likeable. Think so. I would make that argument that then you'd want them to be likable because when they're not likable, you know. You lose. You lose. You lose. What you know, fans you've built up, yeah. you you lose ratings, you lose. Yeah, you know everybody loses. Now, if you buy a team for say you buy the White Sox for two point five billion dollars, mm-hmm. how much time do you have to be invested in until so you can get two hundred and seventy five some odd percent or whatever? Not percent. Well, two hundred seventy five times the valuation okay. that you had when you initially invested. Many years. It does well, take many. Years. Really, I think it's going to take more than many years yeah. for it to be you know two hundred seventy five right. times. At what point is that thing going to be worth trillions of dollars? I don't know. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. But there's a reason these these franchises don't become available very often. They're they're right. I mean, they it's it's a better investment to hold on to than most than yeah, most but, investments but you day, can make. Wait, one day you want to realize whatever the valuation of your team is. You want to. You want to realize that profit. You want to get out. There's a lot of people with the last name McCaskey that want would like that. Would yep. like to see the oh, realization yeah. of that profit. But Jerry Reinsdorf isn't there. He's not there. Or the Reins. I mean, he's owned two teams for decades now, and a lot of people want him to sell, right? But not there yet. He's not selling. Doesn't sound like it. I don't think his partners want him to sell. Not I, think if an, I think if an individual <laughs> partner wants to be able to get out and sell their quarter percent share, yep. which is what he said, they can at any time sell their quarter percent share upon approval of the board, probably, right. to approve the individual that's coming in for whatever amount it is that they're going to you know, sell it for. 312-332-3776 is the number if you want to jump on. Talk some bears and eagles along the lakefront Sunday. Is this going to be a massacre? I mean... The Eagles have run through pretty much everybody. Pretty much everybody. I watched that game last week against the Giants, and and the Giants are okay defensively, and they got they got destroyed. Is that what we're going to see Sunday, Yerk? Tell me. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to put it to the Chicago Bears, <laughs> and I'm saving it for the keys. 
the keys are going to tell you what's happening. I, and when I give you my keys, I'll tell you what the story of the game is going to be. I do think they'll score a few points. You you don't think they're going to score as much. You're you're, you're more of a well, I, forty four seventeen guy. If I had to guess, I think this was the best team that's come in. You know that the Chicago Bears have played this year. It's got to be. So I don't believe the Bears are going to be able to put a twenty spot up. They'll put it more toward the low end of what they've been able to score this year, which I'd put in the seventeen. Yeah, I'll 17 say, I'll is say what this. I see. When the game, it, when the Eagles are trying, it'll probably be in the teens. Yeah. There might be some garbage this time. defense will give it up. The Bears no defense will give it up. Yeah, no and doubt. They're going to give it up on the lakefront. The Eagles are a machine offensively. If right they can now. just keep it out of the 40s to keep it respectable, if they can keep it out of the 40s, I'll be a happy What's man. What's your gut? gut? Is Hurts the MVP? My gut right now is, yeah, Hurts is the MVP. I agree. Hey, uh, about trying Mahomes hurts Mahomes one two. I think it's I think it's hurts. Right, I don't think Josh Allen. This is not Josh Allen's year. Mahomes is, as far as I, the MVP. Right, it may it's, ultimately end up being his year. His right. year if they can find a way to win the Super Bowl, he'll trade every MVP in the world as long as he can get a Super Bowl. Before we break, how about this comparison? You know, they say Otani could win the MVP every year in baseball. Mahomes could win the MVP every year in baseball, but once in, in a football. while in football, once in a while. Someone's going to jump up and take, and I think Hertz did that this year. The same way, point. the same way Michael Jordan didn't win NBA MVPs every single year, exactly. even though he probably deserved every right. single time he played. Uh, the same way that didn't happen is the same reason Patrick Mahomes won't win every single year. Exactly. Yeah. Yurko's keys to the game are coming up next, right here on ESPN One Thousand. ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. Bring Carmen and Yurko with you at home or in your office. Just tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Here's a tweet about the game, Yurko. I don't slow down to look at car wrecks. This game is like being transported back to the late Wani years. Not watching. We'll record just in case. Yeah. What if they upset him? Be hoping for an upset. That's what you're looking for. Right. I can understand that. That's why you record it. Just I in can case. understand why you record it. Oh, it comes totally, back and it's a little closer than people expect. Totally disagree with that assessment. If Justin Fields is playing, I am watching. I'm there for every moment of it. Yeah, Will I'd the Bears agree with win? That. It's not likely, but if Justin Fields is playing, you're there for the I am watching. You're there for the development. Well, and also it's it's turned over in the matter of two months here, where it's a it was a boring product too. Even if they lose, it's entertaining many times. It's yeah, changed. Jesse, you're totally right. Yeah, it, it's become entertaining. So, uh, it, but is would this? I mean, where would you rank it up? An upset? Like, I mean, it's nine points. I get it. It's Houston, a trap game. Uh, Houston beating Kansas City would be right. bigger by the point spread. Yeah, but, but it's a trap game also because they play Dallas next year, next week. Right, yeah. they play Dallas and they just got uh, done with the uh, NFC East opponent. Yeah. yeah, so it's a little bit of a trap game for them. You know, if you came to Chicago and you had a little bit of lull. In your activity, the problem is... Had a little pasta Saturday night. Right. Their strengths are in their offensive and defensive line. And the offensive and defensive lines have a tendency not to, you know, overlook things. They have a tendency to kind of keep focused on what's happening and what's not happening. What kills you in these types of games are drop passes, uh, fumbles. Great point. Weird stuff that happens, tipped balls. You know, something comes careening off of something. Just a little less focused than you're used to. That needs to be 50% less focused. All it needs to be is 7% less focused. Right. You give the Bears a little life, and then all of a sudden something late happens. But You got the Bears pinned in, and all of a sudden one guy misses a tackle or takes a bad angle, slips on the Soldier Field Bermuda grass, the new stuff, 
And the next thing you know, it's a 78-yard touchdown for the Chicago Bears, and they start feeling a little something. You know, you know, they you're start right. getting the, a little the, something going. The 14 point swings. You're going in. It look, yeah. you look great. And then you, you're just a random fumble. Right. I mean, this well, is it's why, about, it's about it's why feeling, Vegas still stands because yeah. of moments like it's this. It's about feeling good about yourself. If yeah. you could build in the, into the game, you build into the game, and you're close and you're exchanging punches, and all of a sudden you get a couple breaks go your way. Now you've kind of getting to the lead. Their sphincters tighten up a little bit, and all of a sudden things get interesting. No doubt. If but, that can happen. Right. This team, man, has just run through everybody right. from day one. I know they have a loss, but they've pretty much ran through everyone better than any other team in the league. Well, I they've mean, come back and won the- some games late, too. I think they beat Detroit True. late. I think they've come back and won some games late to help keep their record where it is. Yeah, relative to other teams, oh. they've run through the league. Oh, yes. Yeah. You yes. know, relative to other teams. Even even Kansas City's had ups and downs and things yeah, like and that. And if you bet Kansas City, you'd be a little bit more disappointed than you'd be happy. I mean, Dallas scored 50 and then barely got past Houston the next week. So it's like... Yeah. This is the most consistent team, even though, yes, so they've, they've won some late. Trap game. Trap Speak, game. Speaking of hoping for things, uh, let's hope Yurko has some keys to a Bears victory. I got them. Well, we do it every Friday at this time. It's Yurko's keys to the game. Bears and Eagles, 12 o'clock Sunday along the lakefront. What do you got, Yurko? Carmen, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> is what I have for a Bears victory against the Philadelphia Eagles on the lakefront Sunday noon. Soldiers Field, key number one. We've got to protect the quarterback. The Philadelphia pass rush is formidable. You've got to be able to protect the quarterback, whether you're going to keep the back in or whether you're going to keep the tight end and chip. Colquitt has become a bigger part of the offense, but if you have to sacrifice him for a smidge to slow down and frustrate early in the game, that's what you have to do. Go ahead and protect our guy, Justin Fields. Key number two. I do not want to see Justin Fields running the ball 18 times this game. I don't. I'd like to keep the intentional runs mm-hmm. at about six attempts with the intentional RPO, intentional runs, knowing that he's probably going to scramble another four or five times. So intentional runs at six, scrambles four or five times, keeps me to a manageable 11 where he's controlling his own health. Okay? So I want to make sure that he's not running the ball too much in this game. Key number three! Against a team like this, you've got to take your shots. They play with a little bit of confidence and maybe a little bit of underestimating the opponent. Double moves, Mm -hmm. take your shots. You did it last week against the Green Bay Packers, and man, it looked good. And if you maybe would have run another double move again, it might have been good for the Chicago Bears last week. So take your chances and be aggressive. That's what I'm looking for. Key number four. I didn't already pass key number four. Key number four. I have zero expectations for the Bears' defense. Zero. I'm hoping what they can do on a day that's going to be chilly, maybe mm-hmm. inclement, <laughs> is to be find a way to come up with a fumble. Find a way to get a, a hand on the ball tipped up for an interception. I have zero expectations for this Chicago Bears' defense. None whatsoever. But if they can look into a couple of turnovers in the game to give our guys a couple extra possessions, I believe that will be to our fortune. And that leads to the only chance that they'd have to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And those are the keys for the Chicago Bears to beat the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday noon out on the lakefront at Soldier Field. 
Well done, as always. Yeah. Let me yeah. comment on a, a couple yeah. of them. The last two, especially. Yeah, whatever you want. The last comment two, away. especially. I like. I like this attitude. Take your shots yeah. and and maybe try to force the fumble. The point being, you know, you're the lesser team here. You're not really playing for a, a position. Why not take a risk or two? It's it, it's 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 almost like a baseball team in the second half. Like you're playing a little loose, right? You're not going loosey goosey. You play a little loosey goosey. You take a shot. You, you go for the peanut timble, uh, peanut Tillman uh, uh, the punch punch punch. Where the maybe, strip. If you don't get it, the guy might run into the end zone. But you know what? So what? If you yeah. get it, you have a shot at taking down a, a big time opponent. I, I like that idea. You're playing a little loosey goosey. Take a shot downfield. Maybe take several. Things you may not yeah. normally do. Right, right. If I can equate the Bears' chances of beating the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, we're about the same chances as Croatia beating Argentina. <laughs> okay. Had yeah. a chance. Ooh, Messi was we good We were that there day. on the same field. Uh, the referee decided to uh, insert his ugliness into it, the Italian, and call the foul on our guys, and then we can't play from being down one if we don't score right away and get it back to playing the way we want. They're going to be in it for a little bit. Right, And then we'll see what happens, which break goes which way. And if it goes against the Bears, I don't know if they're going to be able to slow everything down. By the way, we, we still need to do the keys to the uh, World Cup final from you. Oh, boy. France. France, Argentina. Who do you like? Oh, I, I, I think the world wants Lionel Messi in Argentina yeah, to win. I probably. think that's what the world wants. Yeah. He played great last game. Uh, the French, the Fr- the France team is awfully talented and awfully good. You but know what they, they say? But, it's hard to repeat. Somebody, somebody says they that. They do say that, and I believe Argentina is a very hungry team. But boy, you know who's playing well in this and, and doesn't get a ton of credit? Oh. Antoine Griezmann. Okay. He he might be the player of the yeah. tournament. Yeah, could be. P-O-Y. Not that other guy, Mbappe? A- a- Killian Mbappe. Mbappe. Mbappe? You know, Oliver Giroud has been good. Is he the best player? Uh, Tabby. Is it Tabio, 14? He's been, he's been exceptional also. Um, but I believe, like Chris just said, Griezmann has been there, the settling force and a driving force and has been able to transition from offense to defense with key passes. And when they've been in a little bit of trouble, he's been there as kind of the emergency valve to release the pressure. So if I had to go at it, I believe the world wants Argentina to win. But I think the French find a way with their quality to come out with another victory. My my very less professional opinion, I like Argentina. Be careful because FIFA, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, will involve themselves in this. When I say that... If the official starts giving out questionable stuff and questionable free kicks and questionable penalties... You think that will favor Argentina? It'll favor Argentina, yes. I believe I believe what FIFA wants is for Lionel Messi to get his yeah. World Cup. Yes. His last World Cup, most yeah. likely. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you I'd agree like... with that, that assessment on FIFA? I, I think, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you. You said it before. I could ask you that if it were to be rigged, who would it be rigged for? And I think the Argentina, answer is Argentina. Yeah. yeah. I think France has been a little bit more fortunate than Argentina. Over the course of the whole tournament, but that is a very unprofessional opinion by me. I think I think France to this point has has been the better team throughout the tournament than Argentina. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, they've had more impressive wins. I think. Okay. That's Their what st- I would. The style of play is, I think, yeah. more impressive. Yeah, and and it's it's really like I think heading into the tournament, you could have picked France to be the best team. Heading into the tournament, they've kind of played like it. Now, is it, is I, it me or does Messi get a penalty kick almost every game? Well, it listen, feels it's like not that, that, that he gets it. They other guys one. have well, earned that. Well, yeah. you know what I mean. He, he gets he the kick. It. It. He gets yeah. the kick. Yeah. Every game. But other guys have earned penalties for right. them. Yeah. So 
No, but if I had to put a percentage on it, I've got France as a 55% winner, okay. 45 so, I mean, so I'm not blowing yeah, nobody no. out of the park. Right. You know yeah, what I'm it saying? should be a close match. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one hell of a game, I promise you that. Sunday morning's going to be fun. Sunday's a great day, yeah. isn't within it? The, uh, Starts within with... the 90, or do you think it goes uh, extra? I think it's. Uh, I think it goes extra. Okay. They're even right now. You're getting plus 180 on Argentina and plus 180 on France. Yeah. Doing within the 90 minutes. Within the 90, and they, they probably got it leaning extra. Well, what is it to finish what is it tied to, advance, to win, to win to the win. cup yeah. is they're both even also, minus wow. 110, minus 110. What is it uh, for uh, you know, to be tied at regulation? There's a wager for tie at regulation, right? Talk amongst yourself. i got to find that. Oh, he's going to find it. Yeah, we'll talk amongst ourselves. Uh, they also have a game on Saturday. Croatia plays Morocco. Yeah, oh. third, fourth place game. You used to remember the NCAA tournament, the yeah, men's basketball right. Used to have a third and fourth right. place game. Yeah, they did. And DePaul one year won third place. So who do you like in Croatia, they, Morocco? Croatia, I Morocco. Croatia. I, I think Mor- Morocco's fans are there. I think it's been a disappointment. Croatia couldn't beat Argentina to get there. Um, I, I think the best effort was given to try to, to beat Argentina. And I think it took a life out of a lot of our guys. But our people will show up. We'll, we'll play with pride. And we'll play with passion. What's that like third place in the World Cup? I mean, whew. Well, it's, it's not like, bad. Well, the Listen, players get more money. Yeah, don't I know, they get I know. more money. But I'm yes. just uh, the the, the uh, patriotic feel to it all. Is like, well, for us as a small country of four million people, we finished third in '98. Yeah, we finished sec- uh, second in 2018. And if you could finish third again, I mean, if the U.S. finished third, we'd be excited. I suppose. Excited. So I guess it's something. Yeah. You think you'd be excited here? Yeah, They'd be having ticker tape <laughs> parades. <laughs> Good point. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The number if you want to jump on about the Bears Eagles or. A little World Cup soccer final weekend coming up. Philly, Sid, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Sid? Hey, Yurko. I was sorry to get to talk to you the other day about Croatia, man. I was really pulling for him. I wanted to see him do it. Oh, but that uh, first penalty sucks. But I, I do see them beating Morocco for the third place finish. And Luka Modric's not going to let them finish fourth. That guy's just too talented. Yeah, 80-20. And it's going to probably be his last hit. It's going to be 80-20 Morocco fans, just so you guys have an idea what's going to happen on Saturday. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, as far as the as far as the Eagles and, and uh, Bears game go on Sunday, I'm hearing a lot of that. You know, the Eagles should win this. They're definitely the better team. They're they're built. They got the MVP. And and while I do agree with most of all of that, what I won't, don't want to hear is if the Bears do pull this out because, like they said in Dumb and Dumber, so you're telling me there's a chance. There's always a chance in this game if the Eagles uh, do get beat by the Bears on Sunday. I don't want to turn the radio on on Monday and start hearing about Bears Super Bowl chances and fans calling in, going out of their minds like, oh my God, we're better than the Eagles. We'll bring it out with Bear yeah. Arms, Chicago Bears. Exactly, exactly. So, hey, you guys have yourself a great weekend. I do think it's going to be a closer game than the line dictates. I think the Eagles will win and obviously should win, but I think it's going to be a tight game. Alright, Philly. I, I have my doubts. Again, you can't go one week you can't look at the previous week always, but they went on the road to New York, who's a little bit more of a... Uh, they handled them, though. They handled they them handled really them. well. Yeah. Really well. They handled The Giants them. have a defense. You know, Bears' defense has been decimated. They got no pass trades. rush. Yeah, they got no trade. I mean, they got no pass rush. They don't have much of a rush defense either, to be honest. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, can you keep it within 10? I guess. It's the NFL, right? You can, you can certainly keep it within 10. Oh, absolutely. You can be losing by uh, 16 late. 
scored a touchdown, right. and uh, all of a sudden you're under 10, you're yeah, at exactly. 9. And 16 looks like a blowout the whole way. Yeah, 16 no, a blowout, then all of a sudden you come. In last fact, night, last San Francisco's night, right. game. And that's 21-13, all of a sudden, oh, it looks like, no, it wasn't no, that it close. Was, it was 21-6. Right. They scored the touchdown to make it 21-13, and you're like, oh, yeah. And I had it in my cover five. I mean, we'll, never we'll was talk that about close. That. Speaking we'll of cover that. five, that's coming up next right here on ESPN 1000. Listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko 64 on Twitter. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. We're 20 minutes away from the holiday party of the season at Q Bar in Darien. Waddle and Sylvie's annual ho- holiday party. Join them down there or right here on ESPN 1000. Right, yeah, hopefully the signal clears because things are a little echoey right now. Right, but boy, right. We I are getting you. a little echo. I think it's the snow. Could be. I think it's the snow. Anytime We're a little you get echo a little precipitation there. in the air, you know, it busts with the antenna a little The show bit. will be fine. Just we're getting the some echo. show's going to be fantastic. We're getting some yeah. echo. Three one two feedback. Little feedback. Little feedback already. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number. Watch us on Twitch today and every day. Twitch.tv slash ESPN one thousand Chicago. It's time for our cover five. Black yep. and Abdallah, what do you got? Oh, just what do you got? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> just what do you got? Thanks for listening to the show exactly. all year, Jesse. Yeah, man, here, cover five. here on the Comedy yes, Yurko Show, we are participating in yeah. the Cover Five. It's a lot of fun. It's five picks oh against God. the spread. For the year. And every point counts. Every point counts. Every point counts. And here's the key. Yurko will lead the way because yes. Yurko and myself... We have been having a lot of fun with this cover five. Yes, we have. At different Whoa. points, we have both been in the top five. Whoa. Yurko is doing better than I am at the moment, Whoa. but I'm still in striking distance Whoa. in the top 20. Yeah. Whoa. And we who don't has, know where Abdallah is. Abdallah participates. So am, am I making Carmen's picks? Who had the best week last week is all I want to know. Oh, I believe it was Adam me. Abdallah. No, no Abdallah had, was a top three, right? Yurko had the best. Yurko was top three, in, oh, uh, and I wow. was top ten in uh Yeah, in I Earth. earned 68 yeah. points yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. Nice job. And if Kansas City didn't spit the bit late... I had 79. I was number one. I was numero uno. If Miami didn't uh, yeah. crap the bed, I would have had a perfect week, too. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, that's what you're looking for. You're looking yeah. for that one great week. I currently sit in fourth. Chris Bleck is at 15th. Carmen DeFalco is at 71st. And my guy, Adam Abdallah, is? I jumped from... It's not It's not about where I am now. It's about growth. You're right. Growing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's growth. that's I what I from, tried to convince you. A grower, from, not a shower, yeah, Abdallah. A grower, not a shower, all right? I went yeah. from 300th to 136. That's pretty, a move. It's pretty good. In one week. That's a good move. That's uh, a move. Shout out to Skins, who is number one, and Porno Gill, number two in the group. And Porno Gill's been up there for yes, a long time. He has. What happened to Run Yurko Run? He used to be there for an extended period of time. I'm scrolling, and I don't see this. He's still running. Yeah, he quit running. But let's go over my five picks. Move over a little bit, Yerko. Move over a little bit. I was trying to look at you guys. There you go. I already have four and a half points for yesterday's victory. Look at you. Congratulate myself. Congratulations, (laughs) Yerko. I got Minnie versus Indianapolis. Um, This one's at home, Minnesota. I think they've got to respond after the beating they took last week. Indianapolis has been somewhat of a mystery with Matt Ryan at the quarterback. They've never truly been able to do anything. The offensive line isn't playing as well as it did last year for one reason or another. I wish I could put my finger on it. 
but the whole unit as a six, including the tight end, just can't find a way to get it done. Detroit going up against the New York Jets. We've heard all the news with the New York Jets. I had this game anyway, but now they're going to Zach Wilson, and I think this one's a pretty legitimate lock. I know Detroit and Jared Goff are not as good on the road as they are at home. I mean, it is shocking the amount of touchdowns he's thrown at home compared to being on the road. But I still like that Detroit feel that I'm going to get. Philadelphia, I've already, it's 38 to 17. Mm -hmm. They're only giving up nine. It's going to be one of the bigger winners of the week. I'm sorry. I've got to be here for post-game show, so come join me at 3 o'clock on Sunday. (laughs) And then Cincinnati against Tampa. Uh, I watched the Titanic go down in the movie. Oh, boy. And that's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've been taking on water. It's a mathematical certainty that they are going to the bottom of the ocean. So I am taking Cincinnati over Tampa in Tampa. Those are my five. And I want to support each and every one of my picks with a little bit of analysis. I hope you guys I like don't that. mind. That was well done. It's good. I like that. It's yeah. good analysis. I like that. It's good. It's good. It's good. You're higher than me, Chris, so you should go second. You right, should so go second. You're what's interesting higher. is uh, Yurko, and I, Yurko and I basically don't have any of the same games. I'm taking Carolina at home over uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, that's a, a two-and-a-half-point line on cover five. I'm thinking Carolina's playing some good football as of late. And at home, all right, I'm going to take the Panthers. And they're chasing a the playoff spot. They are. They're still alive. Uh, nine points is a lot of points. I'm going to take the Bears starting Ooh. their starting quarterback and the nine points at home. I'm not suggesting they win, but I'm hoping that they get some points and they keep it close. And that's what I'm looking for. Every point counts with the cover five. So I'm going Bears. Uh, Atlanta on the road against New Orleans, getting four and a half points. Give me the points in that uh, divisional matchup. New England minus a point against the Raiders on the road. I'm going to take the Patriots. And then I'm going to finish it off with Tennessee uh, getting the three points against the Chargers on the road. All right. Chargers are probably the better team, but they don't really have a home field advantage. And I think Tennessee, after the last couple of weeks, they need a bounce back game. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. Three three in a row now that they've lost. Adam, are you going to do all Chris's picks? No, then? no, no. I, I made, my, <laughs> own <laughs> I made right. my own picks last week. Look, Chris was having a crap couple weeks. He'll yeah. be the yeah. first to tell you. Yeah. And so I, that wasn't working for me. Uh, I'm gonna. My first pick is going to be uh, the Ravens. The I, I like the Ravens. I know Lamar Jackson isn't playing, but uh, the I mean, come on, it's Huntley. Yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I think they can win uh, this game. And it's a Roquan Smith play. I yeah, can feel Cle- it. Cleveland is. It's not a Roquan Smith play. It's that the Ravens the better team and Deshaun Watson's looked like crap since he's come back. So I'm going with the Ravens. I'm taking Carolina as well. I know Chris took Carolina, but this is a not the Carolina is the better team. This is an anti-Trubisky and anti-Mason Rudolph play because both of those quarterbacks are crap. So I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, I'm taking Detroit. I agree with you, Yurko. I think that even with Zach Wilson, I think Detroit can win this game. I think that they're better than the Jets, even with Zach Wilson, whoever's out there. Zach Wilson might be trying to force the issue so he can keep that starting job, so I'm going to go with Detroit. I'm taking Philly. I think I agree with Yurko. I think especially if Claypool's not playing. Oh, yeah. If Claypool's not playing, then you've got Cole Komet, you've got Nikhil Harry, and you've got Equiminius St. Brown, and maybe Vilas Jones. They're not. They're going to struggle to put up they points. They might pull Fields at a point here just to protect themselves. So you know? I'm going to go with Philly, and then my final pick, I'm going to go with the Bengals also. I think that this is the same type of thing we saw from the Bengals last year where they came on late, ended up going to the Super Bowl. I think they're better than the Bucks. Brady might be wrapping it up, looking at his next team next year, so I'm going with the Bengals as my final pick. 
You want my five? Yeah, yeah give it to us, Jesse. <laughs> what do you got? Give us some support, Jesse. Yeah. Give us some support. Sometimes when you study long, you study wrong, and I that agree. is not the case with me. So uh been on the baseball beat. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Colts. I don't know why or how, except oh, for the hold fact. On. Hold on. Stop it. Breaking <laughs> yeah. news. Breaking news. Oh, like with the thing? Breaking with the news. Sounder? This is breaking news you and I always get on it, Chicago's know. home Better for sports, be ESPN 1000. The Bears have officially ruled out Chase Claypool for Sunday's game, according to the Bears. Okay, that is and breaking Adam news. Schefter and a bunch of other people. That is breaking news. The injury report is out. Chase uh, Claypool out. Larry Borum is doubtful. Good riddance. He was limited with a, a knee injury today. Uh, Chase Claypool is out. Nikhil Harry, questionable, full participation, but questionable. Uh, Kendall Vildor, questionable with a full participation. He had an, uh, an ankle. Uh, David Montgomery did not practice yesterday because of illness. He was a full participation. He has no designation, so he's going to play on Sunday. Well, I'll start there then because I think the Eagles are going to just run roughshod, not because of Claypool. They've just they've blown out everybody, home and road. I mean, not everybody, but all the bad teams, that's for sure. I'm, I'm taking the Eagles, cover that. It's they're just too good. You're, they're going to put up too many points. Yeah, I'm with you uh, there. But let's go to Saturday. I'm going to take the Colts. I think, you know, if Jeff Saturday has one you know big moment in him left, oh, this, this would be it uh, yeah. after the bye week. Minnesota tends to underachieve even when they win. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking the points. I don't think the Colts are necessarily going to win, but I think they can cover the three and a half or four, whatever it is. So there's the Eagles and the Colts. I'm going to take. The Saints, opposite of Black, because the Falcons are starting a rookie quarterback on the road. Saints are coming off a bye. I like the Saints. you got to give a few points there. Um, so there's three. And I, I agree with both you guys. I like the Panthers. They're playing well. They're playing very well. They had a nice little cushion against Seattle, who isn't playing as well. I get it. But I like the Panthers at home against the Steelers. There's number four. And I'm not going to go against you guys. I'm also going to take the Detroit Lions as well. It just feels like the Jets under Wilson are a different team. And the oh, Lions are. are playing with incredible confidence right now. Are they beat so up on the five. Jets' side, too, defensively? Are they beat up on the Jets' side? Yeah, Quinn Williams yeah. is out. There you uh, go. He, he tore something. I don't hey, remember what hey, he tore, but he tore important. something. Yeah. He's important. So he's a record. A, I took a lot of your games, but some of them opposite. But, I, man, when the Colts get blown out, York, I'm going to be thinking about you because uh, that's a risky pick. They stink. Yeah, they, they just they, they've never meshed as a unit. They no. never have. The one game, and then they got blown out one yeah. time with Saturday. Just kind of looking. Was it the Cowboys that blew them away? Yeah, the Late? Cowboys did. 50, but, 50, like a yeah. 54 spot on them? But remember the storyline with the Vikings all year. They, they have a great record, but their stats suggest that they're not very good. Right. Yes. So I'm, right, so I'm counting on off a bye. You know, yeah. Colts come, come, come in strong. We'll see. I, I, like, that. I like that play, Jesse. All right, good. If, if I does. gamble on that game, that's probably the way I would lean. And I feel so much better about my picks because Black says yes. Um, hey there. I, I was I was in the top five of cover. I'm doing well in cover five. Last year I won Like It, Love It on the Waddle and Sylvie show. Come on now. A little uh, respect the way, towards fourth, the football yeah, gambling. It's fourth and 15th out of 1,273 yeah, people. Come on. Not bad. Not I mean, bad. it's not Jesse. like out of 25 and a, a group of buddies. Don't forget that. Like just the ESPN group. Right? Just saying, Jess. All mean, right. Speaking we, of picks, Mike, Mike North up next with his free pick. And then it's the holiday fails as well. Stay tuned on ESPN 1000. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. One we're getting ready for the holiday party down in Darien, the Q-Bar, Waddle and Sylvie. Keep it tuned right here. But it's time for Mike North 
And his extra pick, the uh, like I said, the, the better-looking half of the odds couple joins us every week. Carmen's off. Odds couple tonight at 8 o'clock and then tomorrow morning at 8 as well. Pappy, what's going on, buddy? Well, it's good to talk to you, Jesse, and, of course, to Yurko, as always. Happy holidays, my friend. Hey, thanks Back to you. Happy holidays. Thanks for the fudge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me and the well, boy. however that sounds, it's about the candy yeah. at the fudge. That's pop, right. Pop, pop. And let me Always tell you, jerk. me and the boys saw through it. We saw through all of it. It's gone. Limited. In, in about what? About an hour, right? Two and a half days done. <laughs> that's good. Hey, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. But anyway, last week, Yerks and Jess, we had Denver. They end up covering the football game. Uh, 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 you know, they lose by six. They were getting nine points in that game. Uh, we got uh, two games, two NFL games to put up on the bonus play, which has been great this year. First of all, I'm 1-1-1 one, one, one betting uh, with the Bears this year. And... Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I did all the stuff you have to do. They had a week off. Philadelphia is a very good team. Make no mistake about it. But they've also had the second easiest schedule in the National Football League, which I think you're, you'd, you'd probably say, having played in the league for a while, that's an advantage if you're really good like Philadelphia, right? Yes. But you have to beat them anyway, and it's not your fault with the schedule. That being said... Getting nine points, eight and a half. I'm taking uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, Justin Field, if he's healthy and he plays better than he did in the second half and he plays more, a little bit more reckless. I think they can, they can cover this game. I got him losing the game, but by three points. So that's the first game, uh, uh there as far as that's concerned. Taking so the Bears plus the points. I'm taking the Bears plus, uh, plus the points, guys. And, uh, as far as the second game is concerned, last week, I went against. Uh, I went with the Denver Broncos. This week, I'm going against the Denver Broncos. I know that they won the football game. I know. I mean, not won the football game, but covered the football game. I know that people think that maybe they're getting a little bit better, but and Arizona's just had a horrendous year, a nightmarish year. That being said, it computes to Arizona winning the football game, getting two and a half or three guys. Pappy, you know what? Philadelphia is only two and four against the spread on the road, so it's not a t- it's not a crazy pick at all. They've not well, blown you know, out teams on the road. The, I looked at the schedule today too, yeah. and then I started saying who had the easiest. The Bears had one of the toughest schedules this year, according to what I was reading today. I was curious about Philadelphia, and they have after the Giants the second easiest schedule in pro football this year. That doesn't mean they're a bad football team. Doesn't matter. They can still play, and they might win by fourteen. But the Bears also had a bye, which I think helps, too. Had some guys healed. Some guys are coming back. Mike, thank you. Odds couple tonight at 8. We'll be listening, pal. Be well. You got it, guys. Talk Merry to you. Christmas. Happy New Year. Right, Merry too. Christmas. It's Mike North. Time for Holiday Fails. Black and Abdallah, what do you got for us? Brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Thank you to Omaha Steaks for uh, handing out these Omaha Steaks prize packs the last two weeks. Our final contestants in the CJ Holiday Fail Contest. Thanks to everybody that wanted to share their fails with us. So we've got two of them for you to choose from uh, today, guys. Here's one from Matthew. Says, one year I built a wagon for the kids, hid it in the attic. We put it under the tree Christmas Eve night. Next morning, the girls climbed into the wagon while I was recording with our video camera. I started pulling the wagon and all four wheels fell off. They went tumbling to the ground, and I said to the kids, those damn elves aren't very good at their job. (laughs) 
And this is from Erin. Uh, she didn't get around to doing holiday cards, so she tried to take holiday pics to post on Christmas. Ooh. Her dog was running around in the backyard, and she got headbutted. She spent a week on life support because what? she got two cracked molars that resulted in an abscess that almost caused her airway to collapse. She sent us pictures of her and her dog. Oh, no. And then pictures of her in the hospital. What kind of dog? So wait, this, was it a chihuahua? It's a uh, staffy pit bull mix. Oh, boy. So wait, those, I, I missed it. While she was taking her so she was holiday, taking the holiday picture. pictures okay. outside, the dog <laughs> ran in oh, to Randall. her. Into her face, oh, she ended no. up go, having to go to the hospital and cracked be on, on life support because of the cracked molars. Uh, for voting, I'm voting for that one. She yeah. developed an abscess. I'm voting for that one. I mean, putting together a toy or whatever and, and falling apart, that happens every year. Like, that happens. Any of them in life, on life support for a week, yeah. I'm going with that well, one. I agree with Jesse. Aaron yeah. Stevenson, who is our final winner. And thank you again to Omaha Steaks for supplying those prize packs. Make sure if you don't, uh, if you didn't win one, go to omahasteaks.com and order yours for the holidays. It's a good ones. You got, you and got, she had the evidence of the face. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was just brutal. Yeah. It would have been funny if that, if her, that picture was the one she sent out. You, you know, yeah, the one where, yeah. She's all beat up. I'll beat up because of the dog running yeah. into her. Yeah. She sends that out. All right, Yurko has the final word, and then we'll send it down to Darian for crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie at the Q-Bar. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. I don't know who uh, Griffiths is going to bring. You have dynamic party. players. That helps. But as and long if, as Rick Hahn is smiling, that's wait, all. Wait, what did you call their the manager's name? Griffiths. Griffiths. <laughs> yeah, is that his name? Griffiths. <laughs> Griffal. The guy from Kansas City, right? Griffiths. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's my guy, Pedro Griffiths. When, when if he wins, you'll pronounce is that his it the name? right way. Pedro Griffal. Yeah. Pedro yeah, well, Griffal. Well, Close uh, enough. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, what am I? It was, it's five days before the holidays, right? Uh, yeah, I understand. What, I got to be exact all in, of a sudden? In, in April, you'll get it right. 312 332 I didn't know it was French. Griffo. <laughs> it's good, Mr. Griffo. 